We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What is up? Welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast edition. I'm your host for today. This is Jacob. We are going to break down this Thunder 113-92 win over the Houston Rockets, a monumental game in Oklahoma City as it is the return of the king of the prairie, Russell Westbrook, as he comes back to the place that he called home for so long to face off against his former squad, uh, and he got beat pretty bad. This was this game was not as close as the final score, one thirteen to ninety two, indicates. Before we get any deeper, we are a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. We really appreciate you guys checking us out today. If you have not yet, make sure you go subscribe to us wherever you download your podcasts at. Drop a rating, five star rating, a review while you're at it. That would mean a ton to us. You can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Go hit us up. Also, check out Blue Wire, our podcast network. Ton of, tons of great NBA pods, tons of great NFL pods now that we're in NFL playoffs, and other niche sports pods as well. I think we're 80 pods strong at Blue Wire now. Some great stuff going on over there. At Blue Wire Pods on Twitter, bluewirepods.com. Check it out. And let's jump into this game. So, for this post game podcast, because this one is so special because it's the return of Russell Westbrook, I kind of want to divvy this one up a little bit differently. So let's start by talking about Russ and some of the -the off-the-court things that happened tonight before we get in to actual basketball. Um, I I think that's probably the best way to go about this because there's, I know, you Thunder fans, there's a lot of this Russ stuff to talk about. Uh, So let's jump into it. And as we jump into it, you know I got to play some music as we lead into 
the Russ segment of the podcast. And what better than the greatest commercial Russ ever made? The dancing Lil Uzi Vert commercial. So, a pregame video for Russ tonight. Coming into the game, it was a little unclear if a pregame video was going to happen. Uh, started to come out today, though, early on, that a pregame um, tribute video would happen. Weren't really sure how it was going to take place, when it was going to take place. Um, Russ was getting some cheers and pregame warm-up. And the and the layup lines and whatnot, they kind of lost in all the shuffle tonight. The Thunder unveiled their new city edition uniforms, the uniforms that commemorate the Murrah bombing in downtown Oklahoma City. Maybe my favorite jerseys the Thunder have ever worn. They looked awesome, and so the pregame, there was it was an emotional night, man. There was a moment of silence. And in remembrance of David Stern, there was then a video, a little short clip about the jerseys and the bombing. Um, the people that like hold the flags for the national anthem were people who like first responders who were working during the bombing. And then the guy who sang the national anthem uh, was a retired Oklahoma City policeman who I think was also working on the police force whenever the bombing happened. So very emotional there. And then as we went into starting lineups and start with Houston, uh, it the lights dim and it became very clear. We were getting the Russell Westbrook tribute video. Beautiful, awesome, so well done. If you haven't seen it yet, it is all over social media. The Thunder's official Twitter account has has tweeted it out. I'm sure it's on their Facebook page, on their Instagram, everywhere. A phenomenal tribute video to Russell Westbrook. Uh, not only touched on his on-the-court basketball plays, uh, highlighted a lot of his community service stuff. Uh, showed him at like the Boys and Girls Club. Showed him at his Thanksgiving uh, dinner, his his uh, Christmas meal that he served to to people. I think primarily from the Boys and Girls Club. Um, showed some clips of him with the media. Just just a great ode to Russell Westbrook. It was it was really really nice. And then as soon as the video is over, the crowd just absolutely deafening. Like I I don't. I don't know how you would quantify this, but I would be willing to bet a large sum of money that in all the returns of a player that's been traded coming back home to their original franchise in maybe in NBA history, I don't know if anyone's got a reception while wearing another uniform quite like Russell Westbrook did tonight. Just absolutely deafening. And while the cheering is happening, you hear over the loudspeaker, starting at guard. 6-3 from UCLA, number zero, Russell Westbrook. Just incredible. The way he's always been announced in Chesapeake Energy Arena. He's never had his name announced differently than that. And Russ ran down, high-fived all his teammates. Just, just an incredible moment. So that was awesome. And then after everyone walks down the, the media line, daps everybody up, gets the chalk on their hands, wipes their feet off, uh, gets ready to go, 
Russ did his signature where he runs over to the corner of the court and yells and hypes the crowd up, just like old times. In his post-game media availability, he said he felt like he was at home. It was just another game for him. He said, he, you know, there's all these emotions and, and it's this big moment and yada, yada, yada. But Russ said, I felt like I was back home. And uh, it's just, it's it's awesome, man. It really, really is. He he said, this was this like a homecoming. They made me feel like family. And that, that's just so awesome to hear. Uh, the game happens post-game. He goes over and daps up. A lot of his former players, his buddies, went over to the front row to hug Clay Bennett, um, talk to the owners for a moment before dapping up Chris Paul and heading to the locker room to do that media availability. So just an awesome, awesome night with Chris Paul, or sorry, with with Chris Paul, with Russell Westbrook. Um, it was a great experience to to just to be in the arena and be there for for. Oklahoma City's son, who who came home, who who got to come back and and get the recognition that he deserved, absolutely incredible. With all that being said, let's jump into some basketball talk, because after all the pageantry, after all the welcome backs and the videos and the hype and and the cheering and this and that, it's kind of funny. Once the ball was up in the air and it got tipped off, Thunder fans. Not really interested in Russell Westbrook anymore. It was all about the OKC Thunder team. It was all about getting a win. And damn, did that team deliver. Holy crap. This game really was just an ass beating from the word go. I think the Rockets led 5-2. to two, And that was really their only lead of the entire game. From there on, the Thunder just beat the brakes off of Houston. Just an absolute annihilation. 113 to 92, and that doesn't do it justice. At one point, it got up to 26 or 27. Now, Houston did cut the lead to around 10 early in the third quarter, but the Thunder reasserted their dominance and just pushed it out, and and it was over. Incredible game for Oklahoma City. Touch on Russell Westbrook real quick. He is the only guy for Houston that really did much. 34 points on 14 of 26 shooting. That's a super efficient night for Russell Westbrook. That's not a night you're used to from Russ. Very efficient. Um, And and what Russ did to get those points was really his cotton shot, his mid-range pull-up, and he bullied guys in the post a lot. He, He targeted the Thunder's young guys who are probably a little less physically developed than he is and got some post points. But if you look at this Rockets box score... Every starter was in the negatives and the plus minus. The the I guess the best one is Capella at a minus ten. The worst would be PJ Tucker at a minus thirty. Like it's just insane. Besides Russ, nobody else for this this Rockets team showed up. I mean, Capella had eleven rebounds and eight points. But besides that, like Harden, seventeen points on seventeen shots. Three rebounds, three assists, a turnover, and a minus 25. Right? Like, three guys for Houston scored double figures. Westbrook's 34, Harden 17, and then Clemens? I don't even know really who that guy is. Had 14. Besides that, no one on Houston did anything. And credit the Thunder. Ferguson got in some foul trouble early. 
Two quick fouls in, I think, three minutes on James Harden. After that, he came back in, and I thought Ferg defended the hell out of Harden. He defended the hell out of that guy. He moves his feet so well, Harden couldn't get off that patented jump shot against Ferg. Ferg played Harden to where he he made Harden kind of drive into a crowd. Just, just an incredible defensive performance by Terrence Ferguson. Got to give it up to the guy. Other Thunder players who had nice nights. Man, Danilo Gallinari. This guy, he was a, a, a late addition to the lineup. It looked like he was going to be out again um, with that nagging ankle. He ends up playing, goes 7 of 11 from the field, 23 points, 3 of 6 from 3, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. This dude was out of his damn mind. Danilo tonight in the first half threw two no-look passes off whenever he was driving to the bucket that I didn't know he could do. I mean, he's a good passer. I didn't know he had that shit in his arsenal. Oh my God. The one, the first one to Adams where Danilo was going in with his right hand dribbling, looked right up at the rim, put both hands on the ball, and just no-look with the lefty, dropped it back in the lane for Adams for a dunk incredible. I did not know he had that in his bag. Also kind of convenient that Gallo just snapped and went off on one of the Thunder's uh, three national televised games. So the whole country saw him four weeks before the trade deadline. Right? Obviously, Gallo's not trying to, to hoop better on a national TV game so he can get traded. Just funny how that works out, right? Whole country's watching. Uh, it's a big game. It's on TNT. Everyone wants to see the return of Russ. Uh, you know other teams, other players, other GMs, coaches, scouting people are watching that game and seeing Gallo just freaking cook. And I bet a lot of people tonight said, damn, we could use that guy on our team. So I, I thought that was interesting. Gallo, hell of a night. Another guy who had a hell of a night, who's making a consistent effort of it, Steven Adams. 15 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. Steven has been great. Not good, not okay, not defending well. He's been great. He outplayed the heck out of Joel Embiid the other day. He had a great game in Brooklyn. Steven Adams, he's starting to get the counting stats now that you can see that make him look good. But also, it's just he does so many things that don't show up in a box score. Man, he was good tonight. Speaking of good, got to talk about Chris Paul. 18 points, 5 assists, 6 rebounds, 4 steals. The dude's just, he's so intelligent on a basketball court. I... Don't get me wrong. I love Russell Westbrook. I spent the first 10 minutes of this podcast talking about how much I loved Russell Westbrook and how awesome it was to see him to come home. Guys, the Thunder won that trade. I'm just going to be straight up with you. Right now, it seems like Russ for Chris Paul, just that trade, just those two players, the Thunder got the better player in the trade. And then you add that the Thunder got two first-round draft picks that are pushed out down the line whenever Russ will probably be retired. And we don't know what's going to happen with Houston because Tillman doesn't know what the heck he's doing. They're probably going to get rid of D'Antoni. Daryl Morey might be leaving. 
Those Houston picks might be really good, like in the lottery picks. The Thunder got picks, and it looks like they got the better player in the trade. Sam Presti's a wizard, man. He's a damn wizard. Chris Paul, I'm going to get back to Chris Paul here in just a little bit for the moment of the night. Shea Gilgis Alexander, we've always got to talk about Shea because he's this kid. I, I just feel like he's growing every game. Now, he struggled defensively tonight on Russell Westbrook. Russell just bullied him. Shea has like three or four inches on Russ. He's a lot taller, but Russ is just so much more physical than Shea is that Russ beat him up down low, posted him up multiple times. Even with that, though, Shea was a game-high plus 28 whenever he was on the court tonight. 20 points on 8 of 15 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. Apparently, he was a big fan of threes tonight. The thing is, it didn't feel like Shea got 20 points tonight. It didn't feel like he was the second leading scorer on the team, but he was. Shea, I know Kamiar mentioned this before on one of our podcasts, but Shea, just the fluidity of his game, the the ease of his game, it's not loud. Russell Westbrook's stat lines were always so loud, whereas Shea is a little more Durant-like in the sense that you just kind of look up and he's got 20 points on the board. and you're, When did that happen? That's kind of what it felt like for Shea tonight. I thought he made some good plays. He got downhill a lot. Hit a step back jumper that was really pretty. This kid's growing before our eyes, man. Like, I know Shea started off the season hot and then hit like a a bit of a rough patch and then came back. But I think if you were to grab a, a, a game and watch it from mid to late October and then watch a game around Thanksgiving time, and then watch a game around Christmas time, and then watch one of the games now. I th- if you watched all those back to back, I think you would really see the growth that's happening with Shea Gilgis Alexander. He, you guys, I think we got a good one here. He he is he is a hell, as Shooter would play say, he's a hell of a player. Speaking of Shooter, great night for him tonight as well. Sixteen points on eleven shots. Five rebounds, only one assist. The only complaint I have about Schroeder tonight, he did get very hyped up on the energy. He and Russ were going back and forth at it. They were having a good time. It was fun to watch. But sometimes I think Schroeder gets a little too narrow focused and, and just focuses on shooting the ball. Um, there were multi- He had two carrying calls tonight when uh, there were situations where I thought he needed to move it and he didn't. But overall, great night from, from Dennis Schroeder as well. He really came in and was a spark plug off the bench. So overall, a fun, fun game. Um, we talked about all the good guys. Let's touch on uh, one negative, which is that Nerlens Noel still injured. He missed the game tonight, which resulted in Mike Muscala getting those minutes. He got 20 minutes tonight. One of three field goals, four points, eight rebounds, and one assist. He was bad. Like he was really, really bad. Um, it shows you how much this team misses Nerlens Noel, and how if the Thunder are to trade Stephen Adams or Nerlens Noel before the deadline, 
and Muscala becomes your backup center, this team's going to struggle a bit. He's God bless the guy. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like an awesome dude, team guy. He just he's he I don't think he should be getting minutes. But they they don't have another, any other option with Noel out right now. Muscala just had a really rough night and that's becoming a consistent theme for him. Whenever he does get minutes, he struggles pretty mightily. So, uh that that's probably the only negative, the only thing we could knock against the team tonight. Besides that, I mean, a lot of guys got in late for mop-up duty because this game was so out of hand, right? The Thunder were winning so big that Rockets pulled all their players, Thunder pulled all their starters, just let the bench guys kind of close the game out. So a little bit shorter of a podcast tonight, I know, uh, especially with a big Russell Westbrook return. You would think this one would be a little bit longer, but I know we've kind of given you guys a lot of content recently. If you haven't yet, you should definitely listen to the Nick Collison podcast that we dropped on Wednesday evening. It's an awesome one. Our own Nick Crane got to sit down with Nick Collison uh, for about 20 minutes and chat with him, and it was a great, great interview. Uh Mr. Thunder himself. It was. It's a really good one. So I would highly encourage you guys to go download that one as well. But I just wanted to get some quick thoughts and reactions out there. We will touch more on this on our weekly group podcast, which drops late Sunday night, early Monday morning. But before I let you guys go, we got to talk about the play of the game. Chris Paul murdered a man, uh, caused a retirement, um, maybe just sent somebody to the witness protection program. In the fourth quarter, the Thunder get a steal. Chris Paul is running down the court on the left side. Isaiah Hartenstein rotates over on the break to try to slow down, get a body in front of Chris Paul, so Paul has to stop the break. And instead, Chris Paul comes off the screen, nutmegs Isaiah Hartenstein right between the legs, doesn't miss a beat, runs right past him, catches it on the other side, hits the floater. The smoothest thing I have ever seen in my life. Smoother than butter. Smoother than Shea Gilgis Alexander. Smoother than a newborn baby's ass. That was, oh my God, it was one of the sickest things I've ever seen. I stood up in my seat in the peak tonight and put my hands on my head and just said, no, he didn't. That's a crime. Should have to go to jail for embarrassing somebody that bad. Hartenstein might have to retire. He probably doesn't want to show his face in public for a while. That was disgusting. Great stuff by Chris Paul. He definitely wins play of the night. But all the attention still ended up on Russell Westbrook. Rightfully so. Awesome to see the Brody back in the peak. Very emotional night. Uh, it was it was very special, though, and I think it's something that Thunder fans will remember for a very, very long time. So, guys, with that, I think that's all I got for you. Again, we appreciate you guys so much for checking out the podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts from. While you're there, drop that five-star rating, leave a review. We'd really appreciate that. You can also find us on social media. Check out Blue Wire Podcast Network. They're on Twitter, at Blue Wire Pods, and their website, bluewirepods.com. We will be back with you Saturday night after the Thunder take on the Lakers here at home in Oklahoma City. 
Still yet to be determined if Anthony Davis will play in that one. So until then, you guys have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you late Saturday, early Sunday. And as always, Bender up. Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash savings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on root metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement.